Hi, this is Chris. Welcome to Adventures in Odyssey. Hi there. I'm John Avery Whitaker, but you can call me Whit. I run a shop in Odyssey called Whit's Hen. It's a place of discovery, imagination, and excitement. But don't take my word for it. Find out for yourself on today's Adventures in Odyssey. Multidimensional neon socks? Oh, yes. Trust me on this one. Get him the tie. She always this unpredictable? Mm-hmm. She gets it from your side of the family. <laughs> Cheap shot. It's nice to see you hard at work. Huh? Oh, hi, Whit. Hi. Trying to decide what to get my dad for Father's Day. There are a couple of possibilities in this catalog. You still get your dad gifts for Father's Day? Sure. Just because he and my mom are divorced doesn't mean that he still isn't my dad. Oh, I didn't mean to imply that he isn't, Connie. I mean, uh, speaking as a dad myself, it's nice to know that you think of him. Uh, can I ask you a personal question, though? Sure. I've asked you enough of them. Does it still bother you the way your dad left your mom? No, not really. Guess I finally realized that I might as well accept it and get on with life. Oh, I think that's a very wise attitude. Yeah. Well, anyway, I can't decide what present to get him. I've narrowed it down to two choices. Number one. Multidimensional neon socks? Oh, yes. They're radical. They're a blend of Dacron and this weird material that makes them look 3D. And woven inside the material are these multicolored, battery-powered neon stripes that flash on alternating current. Uh-huh. What's the other gift? A tie. Get him the tie. Really? How come? Oh, I don't think he'd be interested in multidimensional neon socks. But they're the cutting edge of fashion. Trust me on this one. Get him the tie. No, 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 no. I, I think he'd really like them, Wit. I mean, my dad is a pretty cutting-edge kind of guy. Yeah, I definitely think he'd, he'd really, really uh, like Connie, them. They're... Huh? You already bought the socks, didn't you? Uh-huh. I thought so. You wouldn't want to advance me the money to get him a tie, would you? <laughs> oh, Connie. Oh, come on, Wit. You wouldn't deny a girl the funds to get her dad a gift for Father's Day, would you? Actually, the perfect Father's Day gift doesn't cost anything. The perfect Father's Day gift would be a hug from my little girl. Dad! If you're looking for something fun to do, you'll find it at witsend.org. You'll get the latest Odyssey news, scoops, and reviews. Just about everything you need to know about Adventures in Odyssey is on witsend.org. Log on today. Hi, Stephen Curtis Chapman here. I love stories, and that's why I'm excited about The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe movie. But did you know you can hear the story before you see the movie? Focus on the Family Radio Theater has dramatized the entire Chronicles of Narnia series from C.S. Lewis. So whether in the car or at home, families can listen to these dramatic stories from the Chronicles of Narnia, produced by Focus on the Family. Complete details are available at innernarnia.com. 
are you, sugar? I, I can't believe it. Well, would you believe it after a hug? Oh, Dad. Oh, I just can't believe it. Well, I believe it. Oh, I'm sorry. Wait, this is my father, Bill Kendall. Dad, this is... No, don't tell me. John Avery Whitaker, right? <laughs> the way Connie talks about you, I feel like I already know you. Well, Connie has mentioned you once or twice, too, Mr. Kendall. Uh, call me Bill. If you'll call me Whit. Dad, what in the world are you doing here? Well, I came to see my little girl. I knew you'd be here. This place is all she ever talks about in her letters with. Well, I might talk about other things if you'd ever bothered right back. Ooh, guilty as charged. You know I've never been much of a letter writer. Well, you could have at least written to tell me you were coming. I didn't have time. This trip was sort of last minute. Last minute? Yeah. I'm only in town for the night. I'm passing through on my way to New York to visit your grandma. Then you really didn't come to see me? Oh, no, no, not true. I made it a point to stop here. Connie, your grandma isn't doing too well. She isn't? No. And I thought it'd be nice for you to come with me to New York to see her and to spend some time with me. That sounds great. Uh, Whit, is it okay if I take the time off? Well, of course, Connie. Oh, and I'll have to ask Mom, too. Well, I wouldn't have it any other way. Good. Um. What? Well, I was just wondering about Lindsay. Lindsay? What about her? Well, I was just thinking it, it might be a problem if she came with you. Not for me, but for Mom. Oh. So, did she? Come with you, I mean. Uh, no. No, she didn't. She didn't? Well, uh, listen, I uh, need to get back to the hotel and make a few phone calls, but I want to take you out to dinner tonight, and... Oh. What? Mom, what are you doing here? I forgot what time you were getting off tonight. Bill? Hello, June. How are you? I'm fine. A bit stunned at the moment, but that'll pass. You look good. Oh, thanks. So do you. Uh, well, if you'll excuse me, I have some customers to take care of. It was nice meeting you, Bill. Uh, you too, Whit. Nice guy. Oh, yeah, he's the best. Yeah, the best. So, Bill, what are you doing here? He came to see me. Really? Is that the only reason? Well, no, he's just in town for the night, and he's going to go... Uh, Connie, Connie, I think your dad can speak for himself. <laughs> Actually, Connie's right. I'm, I'm going on to New York tomorrow. My mother's not doing too well. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, Bill. Oh, thank you. I wanted to go visit her, and I was hoping that... Well, that, uh... He was hoping that I'd be able to go with him, Mom. Oh, well, I think that's a good idea. You do? You do? Of course. You should see your grandmother, Connie, and... And spend time with your father. Oh, that's great. Yes, it is. Well, I need to call and make the arrangements. I'll so. do it, Dad. I do it for it all the time. I know just who to call. He has a great travel agent. Well, okay, Connie. But I'm paying for it. Of course. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. You're welcome, sweetheart. Well, I have to get back to work. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I have to go, too. But I want to take both of you out to dinner tonight. That'd be great. Well, that's very kind of you, Bill, but I'm not sure that would be a good idea. Oh, Mom, it's just dinner. Sure. Remember all the great evenings we used to have at Papa Luigi's restaurant up the coast? I remember when I was little. Mm -hmm. uh, Papa Luigi's. Come on, Mom. I'm sure we can find a nice Italian restaurant out here. We'll have a good time. Well, I guess it'll be okay. Great. Ah, uh, good. I'll pick you up at 7. Oh, Till seven. Well, then, how about if I pick you both up here? Great. Mom? Fine. It really is good to see you again, June. It's good to see you, too, Bill. Well, I do need to get going. 
I'll see you tonight, Connie. Me too, kiddo. And don't forget about the travel arrangements. I won't. Walk you to your car, June? Okay. Bye. This is great. Connie, what is great? What just happened between my mom and dad? It is? Yes! You should have seen how friendly they were to each other, just like they were when I was little. Well, that's nice, Connie, but... And did you catch my dad's hesitance when I brought up Lindsay? Yes, Connie, but now refresh my memory. Who is Lindsay again? The girl he left my mom for. Oh, yes, yes, yes. So, what do you think? I don't think anything. What should I think? You know, Dad isn't with Lindsay. He was nice to Mom, and now he Connie, wants... Connie, you aren't reading something into what just happened, are you? I don't have to read something into it, Whit. It's all very plain. What is? Oh, Whit. What? Maybe there's a chance, an outside chance, they can get back together. Connie. I mean it. Uh, it would be nice, but I doubt if they'll... No, ever... no, no. They just need a little help, that's all. And I know just where to get it. Papa Luigi. Who? Papa Luigi. It's a restaurant in California we used to eat at when I was little. So? So? Whit, can I use the upstairs room tonight? What? Now, now Connie, Come I... Come on, Whit, please. I, I, I don't ask for much around here. You don't? Well, so I'm asking again. Just for a little while, please. Connie. Please, please, Whit, just say yes, please. June? Oh, hello, Bill. <laughs> right on time. You said seven. If I remember correctly, punctuality was never one of your strong suits. <laughs> well, we all change with age. I'm glad you're here, June. It, it'll make this evening special. Thank you. I guess we should get Connie, huh? Mm -hmm. Okay. The place looks deserted. That's unusual. Connie? I'm upstairs. Is Dad with you? Right here. Connie, Just I... come on! <laughs> well, shall we? I guess. What do you think she's up to? Well, your guess is as good as mine. Is she always this unpredictable? Mm-hmm. She gets it from your side of the family. <laughs> Cheap shot. Well, this looks just as deserted as the downstairs. Connie! Okay, hit it, Eugene! What in the world? This reminds me of... Buonasera, mia bella Pisano. Welcome to Papa Luigi's. Papa? Connie? Don't look now, June, but I think our daughter needs a shave. Uh, why are you wearing that mustache? What, what is all this? This is Papa Luigi's. Come, I got you a table already. Sit, sit. Madam? <laughs> well, okay. Signore. Well, when in Rome. <laughs> now, how's about we start off with a nice glass of vino, eh? Wine? Where did you get wine? Don't worry, it's just grape juice. Help for yourself to some breadsticks. I'll be right back. Well, give her lots of points for creativity. She's gone off her rocker. Her little red choo-choo has finally chugged around the bend. Ah, oh, it's so nice to see my favorite customers back here again. Well... <laughs> It's, uh, it's nice to be back, uh, uh, Luigi. A toast to Bill and June and the lovely Bambina Connie and all of the wonderful times they share. Salute. 
Oh, that's nice. It's a great for people to share all the time, eh? Okay, now I bring you some spaghetti. All right, all right. Just, just hold it. What? What's the matter? I want you to drop that accent and tell us what this is all about. I'm Papa Luigi. Uh, yeah, we understand that, sweetie. But what we don't understand is why you're Papa Luigi. Oh, I just. I just wanted us to share some memories of when we were together. Well, you didn't have to recreate a whole restaurant to do that. I know, but I thought that the restaurant, you know, might might want to make all of us be together again. Oh boy. Well, uh, sweetheart, I I appreciate all your effort, but but what you're asking is just not possible. But how do you know unless you try? Believe me, honey, we know. Dad. I've got to agree with your mom on this one, Sugar. You, you've done a, a great job here, but us getting back together again is just impossible. You just think it is. You both fell in love once before. Who's to say you can't do it again? We are, Connie. Now, Bill and I have grown apart. We we aren't the people we were when we fell in love. Uh, there's even more to it than that. Oh, really? Like what? <sighs> well. <sighs> I guess this is as good a time as any to tell you. Tell us what? That it's impossible for your mom and me to get back together because I'm married. The hiding place. Corey Tenboom's story of rescuing Jews during World War II has been dramatized by Focus on the Family Radio Theater. The Tenboom family helped hundreds of Jewish people escape the Nazi Holocaust. Their dramatic story is preserved in this audio production from Focus on the Family in association with Tendale Entertainment. It's available on CD or cassette. More information about the Hiding Place is at radiotheater.org. That's radiotheater.org. The telephone number is 1-800. The letter A. Family. If you're like me, you've already figured out that you were born to make a difference, hardwired to change the world. The problem is, it's not always easy to know where to start. I mean, you've got this big dream, but it's a little blurry, out of focus, you know. Maybe you should check out the Focus Institute. The Institute has helped me, in a very real sense, define my calling. Imagine spending a semester in a classroom with other students who care about the same stuff you do. But everything you're learning is completely relevant to your life and the relationships you're forming. I really have been surprised that we all have a deep common goal of Christ, and so I've made friends that I will keep for a lifetime here. The Focus on the Family Institute, a world-class education and a life-changing experience. It may be just what you need to give your dreams focus and to jumpstart your world-changing plans. You can find more information and download the student application form at focusinstitute.org. That's focusinstitute.org. You're what? Married. Married? Yes. Her name is April. Married? Married. Poor girl. I'm all right, Mom. I was talking about April. Oh, thanks a lot. Wait a minute. What about Lindsay? Uh, Lindsay. You know uh, the one you left Mom for? Yeah, well, uh, I left her. Figures. Let me get this straight. You left Mom for Lindsay, then left Lindsay for April. No, I left Lindsay for Carol. I, I left Carol for April. What? Oh, at least you married April. I can't believe it. You did kill the music. I can't believe this, and I can't believe how casual you are about it. Well, how would you have me act? Angry. 
very hurt. I, how could you do this, Dad? How could you get married without telling me? Well, it happened very quickly, Connie. Oh, now there's a great excuse. You make it sound like an accident. Oh, Connie. I always knew you were thoughtless and insensitive, but I didn't think you would do something like like this. Now, I understand how you feel, Connie, and you're right. But th there's another reason why I wanted to come and see you. I've done a lot of thoughtless and insensitive things in my life, and I, I guess I want to try and make up for a few. And this is how you do it? Look, I'm sorry if you're hurt by this, but it happened. Maybe not the way you wanted or even the way I wanted, but it has. Now, April is back at the hotel. I've told her all about you, both of you. And, well, I'd like for you to meet her. Meet her? You mean now? Well, either now or on the plane to New York tomorrow. What do you say? I say no! what I say. And as far as New York is concerned, I'm not going there or anywhere else with you. In fact, I don't care if I ever see you again. Connie! Connie! Oh. Well, the least you could do is say something. You left your wife at a hotel to have dinner with your daughter and your ex-wife. Well, what was I supposed to do? Bring her? I, I mean, look at the reaction I got by not bringing her. Well, Bill, one thing hasn't changed. What's that? You still know how to hurt the people closest to you. Does that mean you don't want to meet April either? Oh, <laughs> unbelievable. Unbelievable. What? Connie? I saw the light in your bedroom. I'm glad you came home. Where else would I go? Well, usually you go to wit's end when you want to think. Yeah. Kind of ironic, isn't it? Never thought I'd need to get away from there. Dad didn't come with you, did he? Of course not. He went back to his hotel. <sighs> Wit warned me. Why don't I ever listen to him? Or you? Because you're a teenager. That's why. Yeah. You all right, honey? I just don't know how he could do this to me, to both of us. He hasn't done anything to me. I can't believe you're taking this so well. I mean, aren't you even a little angry? Nope. I got over my anger at Bill's antics a long time ago. Antics? Yes, antics. Your father has always been this way, even when we were married. He'd pull crazy stunts and do incredibly insensitive things, and then, then he'd wonder why I got mad at him. That's why this doesn't surprise me. I wasn't looking at him or, or the situation through rose-colored glasses the way you were. Yeah. I think that's another reason why I'm upset. Why? Well, I thought I'd gotten over looking at him that way. I guess you never do completely. You... You still have feelings for him, don't you? But you said you were over your hurt. No, no. I said I was over my anger. When you've loved someone, the hurt never really goes away. So, what do you do? How do you cope? Well, there's no easy answer to that, but I think the best things are to do what you're supposed to do and, and realize that life goes on. I know that's not terribly original, but it is true. Well, I certainly know that life goes on. Well, what about doing what you're supposed to do? What do you mean? Well, I, I was thinking about that trip to New York with your dad. You think it's something I'm supposed to do? 
Well, only you can answer that, honey. I was afraid you were going to say that. I'll have the number four, and my wife will have the number three. Eggs over easy. And a glass of tomato juice. Very good, sir. Bill, I think we have a visitor. Hmm? Hi, Dad. Connie! Oh, uh, April, this is my daughter, Connie. Uh, Connie, this is my April. Uh, I mean, my wife. Hi. Good pleased to meet you, Connie. Bill has told me so much about you. I wish I could say the same about you. <laughs> you want some breakfast? No, thanks. Actually, I came to give you your Father's Day gift. Here. Oh. A tie. It's lovely, Connie. Yeah, well, I was going to get you some multidimensional neon socks, but I decided not to. Oh, I've seen those in the stores. I think they're wonderful. Oh, maybe I'll get them for you for Mother's Day. Connie. Sorry. It's all right. Uh, look, I think you two need to talk. So why don't I go up to the room for a few minutes? Well, you don't have to go. Yes, Bill. I think I do. I'll be back in a few minutes. She seems nice. She is. Can I ask you something? What? Why are you only attracted to women who are named after months? <laughs> well, I'm not. I, I was attracted to Lindsay and Carol, too. I... I just marry the women who were named after months. Yeah. Well, I want to apologize for talking so badly to you last night. Well, that's all right. No, it isn't. You're my father. I'm... I shouldn't talk to you that way. I'm sorry. Connie, uh, I know I've hurt you. And for that, I'm sorry. But I'm sure you'll like April once you get to know her. Yeah... I'm sure I will, too. I don't know what more to say, Connie, except that I hope you'll at least be happy for us. I, I really do love her, you know. You once said that about Mom. And it was no less true. In fact, you may not believe this, but I still do love your mother. You're right. I don't believe it. But that's okay. You're obviously living the life you want to lead. You don't need my approval. I just want you to know, though, that I won't be looking at you through rose-colored glasses anymore. I love you, Dad. But I also have to see things the way they really are. Fair enough. Now, what about New York? I won't be going with you. Oh. I am going to see Grandma. I just won't be going with you. I couldn't get a seat on your flight. I have to meet you there. Oh, oh sugar, that's great. Yeah. Um, maybe the three of us can see a show together or something, huh? Well, I, I don't think your grandmother is up to seeing a show. I meant April, Dad. Oh. <laughs> well, I think that's a good possibility. <laughs> It's not easy being in a situation like Connie's. Divorce is hard on everyone. 
but it's especially hard on kids. It'd be nice if there was an easy answer, but there isn't. Like Connie's mom said, you have to realize that life goes on and that you just need to do what you're supposed to do. Of course, the very best thing to do is give the whole situation to Jesus. Ask Him for strength and patience and never forget that He's always with you. If you or one of your friends is in a situation like Connie's, please write to us here in Odyssey and tell us about it. We'd like to pray for you. Our address is Odyssey, Colorado Springs, Colorado, 80995. In Canada, write to Box 9800, Vancouver, B.C., B6B4G3. And if you want, ask about how you get a copy of today's broadcast called Father's Day. The address once again is Odyssey, Colorado Springs, Colorado, 80995. And in Canada, Box 9800, Vancouver, B.C., B6B4G3. Adventures in Odyssey is a presentation to focus on the family. Today's program was written and directed by Phil Lawler. Our production engineer was Bob Luttrell and our executive producer, Chuck Bolte. And I'm Chris, hoping you'll join us again next time for more Adventures in Odyssey.